G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. One of the issues that we will raise from time to time is what happens when other cultures or other religions bring their law into our society. And as we have an Australian law Based on that Westminster system, there's always challenges when there are other legal systems or other religious ethical systems that try to set up their own law in our nation. Well, there's a few stories that have come to light of late, and one of those involves the idea of Islam and child brides and how that sits with the legal system of Islam and how that contrasts with the legal system we have here in Australia. Bill Muhlenberg's been writing about this issue of Islam and child brides and the West. He's back with us again today. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Uh, Bill, uh, there was one young woman who was very courageous who spilled the beans on some of the happenings here in Australia. What has happened of recent days uh, with regards to these child brides? Yeah, well, we did have a very brave Muslim woman, young woman, uh, come out in the press this week, um, uh, basically saying, look, this is happening quite a bit, at least where she's at in Sydney. Of course, that is our biggest uh, Muslim population in the West in Sydney, and she's saying this is quite widespread, quite common, and uh, sadly, as she tried to alert the authorities uh, various government departments. She basically got fobbed off. Nobody seemed to care. Or nobody seemed to want to run with her concerns. So at least the Australian newspaper ran a couple of stories this week on the issue. And of course, it's not a new one either. Back in uh, about 2013, we had a number of cases coming to light as well. Uh, but it's still going on and it seems to be getting worse by the day. Well, Bill, we have our Australian legal system and there's what I detect as a certain amount of jealousy about that and not not wanting to allow any other legal systems to set up shop under our national banner. But uh, this idea of Sharia family law uh, coming into our our system uh, is, I guess, quite disturbing. Yeah, well, look... It's well, they're incompatible. I mean, if people want to go down the path of Sharia law, they can. But at the moment, we have Western democratic law, which includes rule of law and protection of minorities of different religious views, the whole bit, freedom of uh, speech and worship. Uh, all of that, of course, is not uh, permissible under Islam. So, well, you simply have to pick one or the other. You can't do both. No country can really survive with a two-tiered legal system. You either abide by the laws of the land, and if you're unhappy with the law, you can work to change it. But to allow an entirely new and different set of laws, which usually contradict the host nation's laws, well, I don't know of any country that can survive long 
with that, but that's exactly what we have here, not just with the issue of child brides, but as we say, family law, Sharia finance. There's all number of areas where Islamic law is being practiced in Australia, and it's, uh, like we say, a kind of a second-tiered legal system, and uh, the two are coming into conflict, and we have to pick and choose which we're going to go with. And, Bill, you've been quite harsh on our authorities, suggesting that somehow or other they're turning a blind eye to this. Well, as we say, the gal in question, who originally came from Iraq and was herself supposed to be married off to an older man when she was quite young, she had to finally leave home because of this. She tried to warn the authorities, you know, all kinds of different government departments, saying, hey, this is going on, I've got stories, I know of people who are doing it, it's being taught in our Islamic schools here in Sydney, and yet evidently she got rebuffed or ignored. So I'm glad that at least her story is now getting out to a wider audience, and I certainly ran with it on my website. It's a story that has to be told. This is child abuse. This is... Well, in Australia, in the West, we'd call this pedophilia. We don't allow underage girls to get married to men two, three, four times their age. That's illegal, and yet it's happening right now in parts of Australia. And, of course, you're talking about girls as young as, what, 12 years old yeah. uh, being married to much older men. And yeah. as you say, I mean, Australians typically, we have this big reaction when it comes to issues of pedophilia. Uh, yeah. But somehow or other, there seems to be, a, as you say, a bit of a blind eye being turned. But these children are vulnerable and they are at risk. Yeah, well, absolutely. It's not only pedophilia, which we all should be concerned about, but when you try to raise these issues, you're accused of being a racist or a bigot or Islamophobic. Uh, that has nothing to do with it. We're concerned about the well-being of children. And as I uh, include in my article, I've written about this, we have a number of cases of such children who will get married, you know, 10, 11, 12 years old, and they will die as a result of the... Uh, you know, the sexual practices that the older men will inflict upon them. So this is not just, uh, you know, abuse. Uh, people are dying because of this horrible practice, and yet it's going on right now in Australia, and we need to expose this, we need to warn, we need to say, uh, look, if you want to come to our country, you're welcome to do it, as long as you respect our laws our values, and don't try to import barbaric 6th, 7th century uh, laws from uh, the Middle East into uh, 21st century Australia. You touch on a very important point, and perhaps the most important point, uh, when we might suggest that there are reasons why uh, mm. Islam might be thumbing their noses at Australian law, because it does go back to that 6th, 7th century, uh, and Muhammad, because yeah. Muhammad, uh, he's accused of having wives as young as the age of six years. That's right. Well, look, uh, in Islam, uh, Muhammad is held up as the perfect example, the perfect model. If you want to be a good Muslim, you model your life on the sayings and actions of Muhammad. So if he did something, you should do it. That makes you a good Muslim. So, of course, Muhammad had quite a few wives, as we know, including Aisha, who he did marry at six and consummated when, he, when she was nine. 
So uh, if he could do it, well, that's good enough for Muslims who want to be uh, in the role model that uh, Muhammad has set forth. So that's why we have, even till today, the practice of child brides. It's part of what Muhammad did. It's acceptable in the Islamic community, and that's why we see it even now in Sydney. So in other words, this is not some aberration. This is not some weird extreme of Islam. This goes back to the very founder of Islam and his own practices, and Bill, is it the case that because this goes back to Muhammad and because of the mechanics of the way the religious and ethical system works in Islam, that the problem isn't going away anytime soon? Well, it's not going to go away as long as we keep either closing our eyes to this or pretending it's not happening, burying our heads in the sand. Sure, we want to be a welcoming, compassionate community. We want to take in people of genuine need, uh, you know, none of that we're denying for a moment. But as we said, if we do bring in people from other cultures, at the very minimum, they <laughs> should probably uh, respect our laws, our values. Uh, and we don't believe in pedophilia. We also don't believe in polygamy. And the same thing in Sydney especially. We have plenty of Muslims who have multiple wives. They each live in their own home. They each are getting government benefits, um, you know, so it's not only happening, we're actually subsidizing some of these practices. So uh, that's not how we're going to win this. We have to be aware of the problem, we have to speak out on the problem, and we need to make sure our politicians and leaders are doing something about it. Uh, Bill, reflect for a few moments on how a Christian ethic might contrast uh, with some of these things that are happening because I guess the reasons why we have marriage at the ages that we do in Australia does in fact somehow rather connect with our Christian heritage. Uh, reflect for us on some sort of contrast between uh, what a Christian might do when it comes to marriage and ages and uh, the number of wives uh, compared to what we're seeing being introduced in Australian society, even if it is in an underhanded way. Yeah, well, Christianity, of course, as we know, was so unique uh, compared to all the other world religions and simply the way it elevated the status and role of women. Uh, that goes right back to Jesus, the founder. Uh, the way he treated women with respect and so on, that really was a revolutionary uh, moment in history when before all the cultures were pretty united in treating women as second-class citizens. So you can really say in, in, in large measure the freedoms and so on that women have today, that springs from the, uh, the Christian gospel and the way Jesus treated women. So uh, that is in quite contrasting style to, again, what Muhammad did, not only with the multiple wives, but both in the Koran and the Hadith. We read about how a good Muslim man can beat his wife and so on. Uh, their testimony is not worth that of a Muslim male. They don't get as much in inheritance laws. On and on it goes. Women are still treated as second-class citizens in Islam. That's part of the religious uh, makeup of this system, whereas Christianity has given full status, uh, equal value and worth to women, which really does set uh, Christianity apart from so many of the other world religions. 
Well, Bill, I'll point people to one of your latest articles. It's entitled Islam, Child's Brides and the West and uh, talks about uh, some of those instances where there have been uh, those stories have come to light about child brides here in Australia, and I think you pointed to Sydney. Uh, simply Google Culture Watch and you'll find Bill Muhlenberg's site, or you can go to BillMuhlenberg.com. Bill, uh, great talking. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Always a pleasure. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.